0: Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will
1: make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like,
0: share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello. Oh, yeah. is, it, is, it episode, <laughs> is it episode
1: 58? Mm-mm.
0: No, nine. Is it 59? Every week we do this. I know, I
1: know. Yeah, you're right. It is 59, almost 60. Wow, we um, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 59 of the Are We Still Here podcast. I hope um, we're all still alive after yesterday and the day before. Welcome um, to hey. So you-
0: yeah, I hate to be the one to talk about it, but fuck me. That was hot. It was intense, wasn't it? I was just telling Sasha that in Lincolnshire, not far from where I am, it was actually the hottest place in the UK. It was
1: 40.3. Insane. Jesus. I mean, it's nice today.
0: Yeah, it's loads cooler. It's still super hot. I've just moved into a new build house and it is great for winter because you have to put the heat yeah. on the curtain, but it is a nightmare right now. It's like retaining so much heat.
1: yeah horrendous well hopefully we're going back to normal summer temperatures now which is I love a 25
0: oh yeah that's for me honestly
1: 25 in the UK is just oh
0: yeah yeah anything that's starting to go in the 30s is a little bit too much for me but I'm just I'm very fair-skinned so I can't really sit it
1: and I'm not fair-skinned but it's still too much Mm. still too much maybe because we're getting older we're just old now
0: yeah yeah I did uh I saw I think something on tiktok the other day which was um, about Solero ice lollies. And it was like, my, growing up, my mum loved a Solero ice lollies and I never got the crack. I was always- I love corn- Soleros. All the, always a Cornetto kid. And then it basically said, now I always fancy Solero, whether it's summer or winter. And it was like, <laughs> is this a sign of getting old? Like if this is 30, then I'm here for it, where you always fancy Solero. I love a Solero, me. I, they used to do, I don't know if they still do now, strawberry
1: ice. And then the ice cream in the middle was banana.
0: What, a Solero version,
1: I know. Yeah, Solero is so nice. I don't know if they still do them, but maybe it was limited edition. But I remember thinking, this is all I want in an ice cream. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: great. They are a good it's one. Absolutely delish. Well, today, guys, we're not talking about ice creams. Um, we're going to do a little extended version of the live we did on Thursday. Um, it was good, actually.
0: It was your we first ever. ever. About- yeah, first it was my first live.
1: The, the, so I said to Jeff oh god it it, it, it makes me nervous only because right how many times are you on Instagram just scrolling and then you access, and then you get a notification you actually click it and you're in suddenly you're in someone's live and you're like oh my god get me out I just <laughs> thought of someone doing that to our live it just made me cringe like
0: really hard and I was like oh my god well I just feel like it's like a rite of passage that you do it it's worse when it's somebody who you like don't Want them to know that you're yes. engaging with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Oops. <laughs> <Sorry>. Um. How <laughs> do I don't get rid of that? Um. And you know what? I actually did enjoy it. Um. I loved it, and it, it's nice because it that's kind of like a topic I really like to talk about because I think it's highly misunderstood. So. I said to Jess afterwards, maybe we should do that on the pod because 20 minutes or half an hour, I think it was, for um, energy systems is extremely hard um, just because there's so much. It's very contextual, so it's like when something's context-dependent, it's really hard to switch from topic to topic because you're like, well, that doesn't make sense without this. Yeah. And but- then this doesn't make
0: sense without that, and then you're like... Rah. But I, I said to Sasha, the problem is with an Instagram Live is people want the 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 uh, headlines that's all they want you, you just want to go bang, bang 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 here you yeah. go here's the information but again as we know fitness is um there's so many caveats as we dive into it which is sometimes our frustration and our thoughts around the podcast where we say yeah. "I'm also here because sometimes fitness is oversimplified and we don't want that to discourage people because it can be simple once you get your head around it but it shouldn't be oversimplified and almost undersell it because what no. happens there is people feel disappointed or disheartened if it doesn't make sense in its simplest form what yeah. do you mean calories in calories out why does that not make sense or what do you mean if I don't train if I'm not tra- just training at uh, 50% of my max I'm not super fit all of a sudden do you know what I mean That that type of thing so yeah. there's so many other bits into it so energy systems give us a headline of energy systems then Sash
1: so uh, I'll, I'll go into a little bit of what we did on the live because i think it's important so when we go into the gym to strength train there's always an idea well we, you'd hope that there's always a little bit of an idea as to what you're doing you're training legs you're training upper body you're training uh, a, de- a deadlift day or whatever your training push you're training pull whatever it's like you kind of know or even oh i'm tra- i'm following a thing from uh the nike training app that's mm-hmm. still an intention it's still like well it's not individualized yeah but it's still like i'm going in because to, to do this night training app thing but when people say i'm going in to do cardio it's like you forget that whether you like it or not you're training an energy system so people are, oh it doesn't matter it's like yeah but you're doing it anyway Yeah. So you say it doesn't matter, but you are doing it. So, which is why I think that it's, when you put some intent behind um, your cardio, it gives it more purpose. And then people tend to like it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So people always say on on Instagram, whatever, like, oh, I can help you get this results and no cardio because it's like, we hate it for some reason. And then if you say why, people usually say um, it's boring, it's hard. Um, I hate the treadmill. Um, God, I can think of a million uh, reasons why people say that they hate it, but the clients I have that are doing specific cardio work, never say stuff like that because there's an intent behind it. It's not like cardio day, um, do cardio
0: unless they're really
1: advanced and they know what that means. Um, but it's like, if there's intention behind it and you know what you're doing, then it's different because there is things to follow and there are things you need to look out for. And there is things that you need, you might need data for. Um, and it just gives it a little bit more like, oh, okay, I'm going in to do my, I'll just make some, we we'll use probably use a 5k run as a, as a example on this pod, just because it's one of those things. Um, oh, I'm training for my 5k, which is why people say oh, I'm going to do a 5K or a 10K or a marathon. Why is that? Because they want some purpose behind their training. Mm -hmm. You can have that and not do a race or a a, a 5K.
0: Sorry, my client's texting me. You need to get a few notifications. How (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Yeah, and (laughs) 5K is probably the most um, easy one, the most tangible one because... uh, most people have expressed an interest or tried it or whatever there's quite a large portion of people who we know who will have given it a go at some point in their life and it's it's because running is so accessible right you don't need to yeah
1: exactly you
0: don't need, to you don't get need a gym, a,
1: gym. You you yeah don't you need need to trainers yeah however what do you need
0: <laughs> good understanding of yeah. energy systems to be exactly. able to get it exactly so, so yeah Jess, hit me with a question No, so I was just going to say, trying to break it down to people. So like, we just keep using this word energy system. So when we're talking about energy systems, we're talking about specific um, mechanisms in the body where energy is produced. Okay. So there's three Mm -hmm. different big ones. Now these have got very fancy scientific names Mm -hmm. or for the purpose of the pod. And what I think is a really good way that Sasha learned via OPEX Mm -hmm. is the the gain, sustain, and pain. So, yeah. why don't we go through those three to explain yeah. in a little bit more detail what they are? And there's there's only three, but mm-hmm. um, we'll use those big headlines of the gain, pain, and sustain yeah. to apply them to specific examples of people. Yeah. Exactly. So, we
1: obviously you could say aerobic, anaerobic, and resistance, but some people are like what? Which one? Which? So, gain, pain, and sustain is a really good is a really good the three words. They happen to rhyme and they they work Mm -hmm. so we would say that gain is resistance
0: so weight training in the gym weight training in the
1: gym something great yeah muscle exactly even though you're not always gaining muscle it's it's just a word that rhymes with the other two that we tend to use and you are gaining something from being there
0: which I also (laughs) like as well because it's a positive so it's, yeah you're
1: gaining you're not but it's not burn yeah flips the script
0: on what people think oh go to the gym absolutely
1: exactly whether it's you're gaining better take technique you're gaining strength you're gaining muscle you're gaining understanding you're gaining something so um yes, yeah, so we would call strength training gain um so pain is anaerobic work so or unsustainable work so it's quite hard to explain so let's say you did a 10 second sprint up a hill right and then you rested and then you did it again and you did that five times that Mm -hmm. would be pain so pain is um anaerobic work sugary stuff it's high intensity you need a lot of rest it's stuff that is more and was designed to to be used in the sports world in the world of sport that's literally why it exists yeah So the reason why it it became a little bit of an issue is because we borrowed that from sport and pushed it onto the average person. Now, this isn't me saying the average person isn't good enough. It's not what I'm saying. It's that that stuff is very specific to certain sports and it gets you very specific skills, none of which are essentially needed by Jess or I, for -hmm. example, or the average person. It's not saying that you can't do it if you want to do it you can but to be able to do it properly there are certain things that you need to have so for example um you cannot sprint as fast as you physically can and actually express that really fast sprint unless you're strong because you can't sprint if you don't have muscle
0: mm-hmm. yeah, so look look at the 100 meters sprinters like yeah how how much muscle they have it's it's unreal compare them to an endurance runner their build is very different
1: yeah exactly so the way to explain this is right um I've always found that people tend to understand this quite well say I took a uh, an untrained individual when I say untrained I mean never trained before no muscle well muscle enough muscle to obviously keep their skeleton standing up but nothing extra that they've built themselves or it's just just an untrained individual if i made them sprint up a hill right they wouldn't be able to genuinely generate that power to be tired out they'd Mm -hmm. be tired out at the end but they probably recover in about 30 to 60 seconds right? Because they didn't do much. No offense to them, but they didn't do much. Like their their run was probably quite slow, but it it felt a little bit hard, but they could probably go again. If I took Johan Blake, the Jamaican sprinter, right? And I said, Johan, (laughs) you run up that hill for 10 seconds as fast as you physically can. He would need a big rest to be able to do it again, because he's so powerful that he will literally like need to sit, sit down after it I'll take the assault bike for example right people do that one minute max calories it's like a, a thing in CrossFit gyms that people do I've seen people do that minute max calories right who aren't very strong just be like oh that was hard and um, they want to go for a beer later right and then I've seen people like Campbell, for example, or Andy Heaton, a friend of mine, they're so powerful that they do one minute max on there and their skin goes green. Yeah. And I've seen people throw up because it's that they are physically strong enough to have that much power to go all out. Mm-hmm. So how does this link, link back into HIIT training and stuff? When a D-trained or weaker, not an insult, just reality person does hit training they're not doing it
0: yeah because they can't like they can't can't sustain uh, uh, not bringing another energy, energy yeah. system into it. they can't yeah. uh, manage to keep that mm-hmm. intensity for that long period of time whether yeah. it's 15 minutes 20 minutes or even like a 40 minute barry's class no you cannot no keep up that level of intensity with such minimal rest because a true expression of that would be and how much of a boring mm-hmm. class would this make everybody right for 30 seconds or less you're going to absolutely blast no, out less. yeah but we're going to rest for five less minutes a minute yeah <laughs> we're going to rest for like however many minutes yeah. Afterwards. yeah then we're going to do it again yeah you'd, you'd be thinking good what am I paying for here why we're spending half the time we'll be resting. but exactly. that would be a true expression of that energy system of that pain energy mm-hmm. system yeah. so what Sasha is saying is most people think that they are training at hit level, which is obviously that 90% max heart rate and above. Whereas actually they're just training at a very high aerobic place. Absolutely. Yes, exactly. So this is why, so the
1: the reason I think, you know, if anyone has a, a different reason, I think people that have highly stressed jobs in and offices and, and just want to quickly go and do some exercise, they do stuff like this because it makes them feel some kind of way. <laughs> it makes you feel like you've worked hard. It makes you feel like you've done some exercise It makes you know, Oh, look at my heart rate. My heart rate went really high. Um, and then you go home and you sit on your sofa and you're at your tea and you thought,
0: like, Oh, at least I did that class. Right. Yeah. And also what do these people have in common when it comes to their lifestyle? is they're often short on time so everything yeah. everything they do mm-hmm. is shoehorned into a space
1: yeah and and you know what and and this is something that math actually helped helped me understand and it's just like if you haven't got time you haven't got time it's like as if someone says oh I want to run a marathon but I like like Jess if you said to me like when you wanted to run a marathon oh yeah but I work 10 hours a day and I can't do weekends because of this I'll be like tough shit you ain't got time and it's like some people would say, oh, yeah, but, you know, if you haven't got time to do an hour hour on the bike at a low heart rate, then it's good to do 15 minutes at a high heart rate because you get the same bang for your bike. It's like, no, you don't. Who said that? It's totally yeah. different. If you haven't got time, you haven't got time, you'd be better off doing 15 minutes on the bike easy instead of an hour and just accumulate an hour over the week instead of doing it in one. But people have popularized um, hard work pays off and, like, being in a pool of your own sweat crossfit did a really good job of making people think that unless they're on the floor shaking they've not done any work mm. um, which is oh, terrible
0: beauty. i was um, i was that person yeah
1: yeah and i and like i said i've trained i trained people that came from that and they understand that now but they're like yeah god i i used to think unless i unless i was literally like on the floor i couldn't move the next day then that wasn't good enough but that they've taught you that Mm-hmm. so that's pain so we've got gain resistance we've got pain um unsustainable hard high whatever beautiful. high intensity work right which came from sport just remember that it, it came from uh you know athletes in the sport prescriptions and then we've got sustain which is our favorite <laughs> mm-hmm. um look at the word you can do it forever and you'll be right you'll be fine what's the benefits so the benefits of sustain work out are it reduces stress it moves blood increases mobility um it depending on what well also you have to think depending on what you're doing as well for example not everyone can run sustainably most people can ride a bike sustainably um, it increases if you are doing gain as well it increases your ability to recover between sets so you won't be as sore it helps you sleep it um, regulates appetite um, it doesn't really do anything bad mm-hmm. but then pain and HIIT training increases stress because it's a stressor remember your body doesn't know the difference um do dereg- de- is it deregulates well messes up the regulation of your appetite Mm. ever come back from a hit class and then 10 minutes later you're like if I don't eat the entire menu from my uh, mcdonald's I'm gonna you know go mental it's like it makes you hungrier and it also can stop you sleeping which is why if I am prescribing um like andreas for example my client he's doing a pain thing on a wednesday at the minute so I said to him he usually trains on a thursday I said No more training on Thursday now. You're going to have to move that day. What day do you want? Or we'll miss it completely. Because after gain, I'm sorry, after pain, you need 48 hours recovery to be able to train again to the best of your ability. So you could train, but it'll be dog
0: shit. But this is the challenge of the world that we live in now where a lot of people promote, look at um, even in the last decade, insanity, which is doing a workout that, of that high intensity which mm-hmm. often people can't get to um every day for a month or whatever it is i don't think i've i've ever done it but it's something like a month yeah. then there's also um the the big companies who run these types of uh, boutique studio gyms where they have these classes mm-hmm. that promote come back tomorrow come back tomorrow try and beat your score like let's have a you yeah. have a streak or whatever it is whereas that's great for their pockets because you're buying into their service but it's terrible for your body your terrible. body needs that rest because like sash says it impacts so many things that you don't even know but if you're in it and you're doing it constantly you will never know what it feels like to feel better and i'm i'm, I'm talking from a personal point of experience here so other people might say oh, i've not experienced that jess cool, that's fine. Everyone's different. But I'm, I'm talking about my own experience here, which is when you do that, you don't even realize when you're in it yeah. how bad it is for your body until you start to be more, more intentional with your training. It's not yeah. saying that you can never do that again. No, of course not. You, you can do those types of things, but as long as it's for the right reasons, and it could yeah. be enjoyment, it could be, it's a social, it could be, I really like to challenge myself and do that once a week or whatever it might be. Fine, totally get it. That is your prerogative, but don't forget to acknowledge the repercussions of training that energy system to that extreme. That you need to pay attention to the recovery process. Remember, exercise is the stimulus. Mm-hmm. The recovery part is where you actually adapt. If you're yeah. not recovering effectively, you're not getting any of the the positive mm-hmm. gains from what even what you're doing in anyway. Yeah, exactly.
1: But. People market it and they gamify it, like Justice said. Come back and beat your score tomorrow. It's like we don't need this, guys. You should, if you're if you're needing entertainment and like a, a game to your training, then it's like think about how long that's going to last. Really, genuinely, you're going to when you're 55, you're going to be trying to beat your
0: score. No, you know, also trying to beat your score. It gets to a point though where you have to realize that whatever scores or Weight or race time, or whatever that you're chasing, there will be a point where that peaks. Uh, Athletes who are like, let's take Paula Radcliffe, one of the greatest (laughs) female runners of all time. She had to come to a point where she thought, that's the best I'm ever going to do because age was against her, like whatever Mm -hmm. it might be, all the injuries, things like that. There Mm -hmm. does come a point where you have to go, that's it. When it comes to these types of things, where it's whether it's calories burned on your watch, which is inaccurate as we know, calories burned on your watch, um, the weight lifted in the gym for a PB, you have to ask yourself, like, what's it for? Where's this going? Where when am I gonna stop? At what point am I gonna be content? At what point am I gonna be happy and Mm -hmm. or just be satisfied? Or do I need to find other things that motivate me to Mm To keep moving by the way I'm getting so passionate right now guys that I am dripping in sweat in my kitchen <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm absolutely pouring we love a oh. sweaty we love a sweaty podcast host and <laughs> um, so a sustained piece would look like um again just making this up for the uh, point of the podcast but one hour for no let's just say 40 minutes on a bike um heart rate less than probably 150
0: mm-hmm.
1: P- preferably a little bit lower but we know again, people we again, know, we know people love a push depends on the individual age yeah it does depend on the individual but I would say that anything between 120 and 150 tends to be okay yeah yeah um okay so let's talk about watches and heart rate on there okay so people love it I saw, actually saw an advert, and I was like, I wanted to point at the fucking uh, bus stop with the advert and just go, it doesn't know. It doesn't, and it was a picture of the new Galaxy Samsung whatever watch, and it said, do you, um, do you know your body as well as you think you do? And then it had the watch, and I was thinking, you know what, Samsung? Not only your phone's shit, but your fucking marketing's shit as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is telling the general public that your watch knows more about how your insides work than you is terrible. And mm. this is what we got caught up in when uh what was the first was it Garmin or Apple Watch first? I, I don't know.
0: Polar. Polar was the first yeah. Polar was
1: I had a polar back in the day. Okay. So polar, Garmin, um uh Apple Watch, Galaxy, um whatever, you know, Fitbit, fucking hell. Mm. We started to trust them more than we started to trust ourselves because it was almost like I'm going to I've just done my day. I'm going to look at my watch to see how I did. Yeah. My watch tells me that I had a good day today. It's like your watch knows fuck all. Even the steps are not 100 percent accurate. If you I guarantee if you wore one watch on one hand and one watch on the other hand and you went throughout your day, they'd say something different.
0: I said this to a, a client the other day who's just started working with me. She's got a six-month-old baby. And yeah. she said, um, she said, oh, I'm really upset because actually I've just realized that when I'm walking with the pram, it doesn't count my steps properly. And I'm like, but are you still You're walking with the pram? <laughs> I'm like, are you still walking? And she's like, yeah. yeah, of course I am. I'm like, well, don't be so disheartened then because it is really easy to get caught up in. If it's not there, it didn't happen, etc. But it did. Um, what I really when it comes to that data, whether it's smart watches or tracking your sleep, which I, I've got like an alarm on my phone, which I I mainly use it because it records when I sleep talk. Shall I play you when I sleep talk? Oh my God,
1: please. That'll be such a treat for the listeners. Treat for
0: the listeners. Right. So I was away at the weekend guys and um, on my sleep cycle, it records me in the night. So (laughs) um, let me see if I can find it. What day was it? It was Saturday night. Saturday night? Friday night, here we go. So, uh, I feel like I need to mute myself first, though, just be, just in case it's something else. Like, what if I'm, well, I'm <laughs> playing it? the wrong sound? <laughs> um, I think it was on Friday night. Where is it? I haven't heard this, I'm really excited. Okay, this is me at 12.47. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear it? No, laughing. Yeah, laughing in my sleep like an absolute psycho. Have you got any anything else? Or no, point? no, but sometimes I, I will find them in the, like I do have, I have ones where I talk quite a lot or I just oh, like, that's so I'm funny. There yeah, you go. So just, that's a great example of how how fun a smartwatch can how be. F- but that one, that's what I meant. So sorry, I was I went off piece there. But in regards to tracking our sleep and mm-hmm. numbers and everything, and I sent you this paragraph last month from a book that I'm reading which was Mm -hmm. um Brené Brown and Daring Greatly but it was a quote from another book where um she said for me and for many of us our first waking thought of the day is I didn't get enough sleep the next one is I don't have enough time whether true or not the thought of not enough occurs to us automatically before we even think to question or examine it we spend most of the hours of our days and lives hearing explaining complaining or worrying that we don't have enough and I think This just reinforces how smartwatches have maybe negatively impacted us because we do go through the day thinking, "I've not done enough, I've not done enough, I've not done enough, I've not like I've not burnt enough, I've not um, moved enough, I've not done this." And I understand how that can be motivating for some people. And gosh, like I can't come, I can't say anything. I've got an Apple Watch, but it can also be a detriment and being aware of that i think is super important where you understand where it's helpful and it's a hindrance maybe it's helpful when you're first getting into fitness and you go oh bloody hell i didn't actually realize that i was only doing 3000 i was convinced i was doing like 10000 steps a day yeah great, it's a realization great, great bit of awareness but if you spend every single day of your life going I didn't get enough sleep last night because my watch told me I only got My watch said I was yeah exactly oh if I didn't do it enough for this because I did I got 1000 steps less than yesterday imagine what that's doing for your psyche I bet Mm -hmm. you just feel like you're failing not Mm -hmm. succeeding not doing very well etc so I think that's quite an important thing to take from it is is this helping or is it hindering because if it ever crosses that line that's your job to be able to interfere and say, okay, I'm going to do something about this. How can I look at this a bit differently? Could I just yeah. take my watch off? And instead of thinking I'm not doing enough, extend my walk an extra 10 minutes every day. Just go a little bit further on the block on the way home or whatever that might be.
1: Absolutely. And you have to remember, it's just like, like the My MyFitnessPal stuff. It's like, it's supposed to teach you something a little bit and then you're supposed to do it on your own then. Yeah. So when I first got into all this heart rate stuff, I became like a little bit, I wouldn't say obsessive with it but I would be doing my aero stuff and then I'd check my heart rate and if it had gone like one beat above what I wanted I would really like dramatically slow down and I'd be like okay you know and then it got to the point where I was like my workout is a bit of a mess because I'm constantly just looking at that and I'm not actually relaxing and listening to focusing on my pace and focusing on what I'm supposed to be doing and the rest and everything so it got to the point where I was like oh oh well my heart rate was too high so I've ruined it and it's like no your heart rate was too high so think about you know some people say oh yeah I I wasn't concentrating for a bit and then I went too fast for example Mm -hmm. that's all you need but if you're if you're too focused on your watch you won't even notice that you know what I mean so it's like if say you're out on a run like say obviously Jess you do like long slow runs if you're in a podcast and then suddenly you like really go into that podcast right and you're listening to a certain bit and your your pace goes quite fast notice it oh I went too fast and how did it make me feel well you know I felt like I was kind of catching up after that or you know I felt a bit um I felt like my pace went too high but then it went much lower than it was before I went fast obviously I was like slow too fast too slow Mm -hmm. um so the thing is with like aerobic work and um riding a bike and doing your long runs is that you have to understand your paces. And when, once you understand your paces, you don't need a watch. Mm. That's it. You don't need a watch. So if I said to Jess, Jess, can you go and do, um, five, a 5k run at your 10k pace? You don't, what do you need to watch for?
0: Mm. To look at the distance distance, probably.
1: Yeah. To look. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So yeah that, that I say that's a little bit different it's almost like a GPS kind of vibe yeah but you don't need your heart rate for that no
0: no 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 It you're need. doing
1: your yeah you're doing you know what your 10k pace is and you just do it
0: mm-hmm.
1: so for a beginner starting to run I would almost say I don't think you should use a watch
0: yeah
1: I don't think you should use it because otherwise you'll never learn you'll no. never a watch is almost something that you add in for a bit of um, specificity like say you're like I don't know, uh, an athlete or you're running for like an event, like a marathon or an ultra marathon or a 10 K race. And you need to know a bit more about like paces and stuff. If you're a beginner, you do not need to look at your heart rate on a watch. You need to run if you are running and you need to stop when it gets a little bit hard. Like for example, a, a it's not insanely accurate but if you if you don't have a watch and you kind of want to learn it's like run with your mouth closed mm. right and when you feel like you have to open your mouth because you can't you can no longer breathe through your nose you need to stop
0: and walk that worked really breath. well for me when mm. i first started doing more yeah. aerobic stuff yeah. minus minus hay fever season yes obviously
1: some people literally cannot do that but if you are running with your mouth closed and you're breathing through your nose it's a pretty good sign that it's a sustainable pace for you if you start if you open your mouth and you can no longer breathe through your nose and you're like (gasps) like you need to stop because you're you're no longer burning oxygen you're you're starting to burn sugars and you it's not really in a place where you you want to be um so I would say that to anyone listening who is you know looking at running and stuff and they don't necessarily want to buy a 300 quid watch and do all that like that would probably be better
0: for you to do yeah and there's tons there's tons of research into that as well mm. if you think about when we talk about parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system yeah, nervous one sense, yeah yeah one being rest and digest one being fight or flight if you're mm-hmm. getting chased by something and you're absolutely terrified how are you running like health <laughs> leather mouth open like yeah. panicking well, if you're quite calm and like you're telling your body that you're okay you'll naturally when you're in a rested state probably Breathe through your nose because you because you're in a place where you feel relaxed. So you running in that way is telling your body, we're all good, everything's good here, reduces the stress on the body, puts you in a really good place. There's tons, if you are interested in nasal breathing, by the way, Breath by James Nestor is a really good book to read um, around that. So if you've not read that before, I know your mum's read that because she told me. Um, but that's that's a really good one. So heart rate training we spoke about on the instagram live today that's on my um instagram page if you want to go back and have a look guys we did that on thursday last week talking about specific heart rate zones so Mm -hmm. when it comes to heart rate zones that sustain piece that we just spoke about is great to understand am i doing this aerobically am i Mm -hmm. in the right spot should you be caring about where your heart rate is if you are in gain or pain sasha no
1: definitely not gain Christ alive that's the hill honestly that's the most frustrating hill that I'm currently not about to that? die on, dying on why is that I feel like no I feel like I could tell someone that and explain it to them a thousand times and they still will look at their how many calories they burn in a workout I feel like it's in there
0: it's so deep. So, what Sasha's saying is when you go into a strength session and you wear your watch, and obviously, if you imagine what you're doing is you're picking stuff up and you're putting it down, or you're pushing or you're pulling, or whatever types of things you're doing in the gym with the weights. So, your heart rate is going to spike up and mm-hmm. then drop down when mm-hmm. you are doing the intense part of those movements. That's mm-hmm. naturally what's going to happen. Yeah. So, how your watch also tracks calories, and again, there's been so much research into them not being up to 40% discrepancy in regards to how accurate they are, which goes to show how off they are. Also they wiggle when they're on your wrist, the sweat that gets in the way. Tons and tons of reasons why they they're off. So if you imagine your heart rate's up and down, so it's hard to track if your heart rate shoots up to 170 for something and then down in a space of five seconds, is your watch quick enough to record that? No way is it. It won't, it doesn't, which is no. sometimes with my watch, when I first start running, it's like, what the hell? You don't know what's yeah. going on. So yeah. this is what I mean. So you using that to then track your heart rate in a session is, is going to be off. That's how it then monitors your calories burned. So this is why we're saying it's problematic for you to get to the end of a session, look at your watch and say, I've burned X amount of calories in that session because one, that was never the purpose of you going into that session to burn calories because mm. that's not the, the point of it is the gain part you're focusing adding. adding yes we're adding something we're, we're building potentially muscle not always mm-hmm. but we're, t- we're trying to build into that that process yeah so we're, i would even
1: say you want to do the opposite yeah if you are going into your strength strength training sessions and worrying about how many calories you burn that's literally not the point point. and also just remember that your exercise is about 10% of your total calories burned in the day. That's if you do any. Yeah. Right. So worrying about how many calories you've burned in a workout if you're trying to lose weight is like worrying about how many fucking portions of avocado toast you've bought when you want to buy a 500 grand house. Yeah. It's like, it's a thing, but it's not thing and it's it's it's, a, it's something that it ain't gonna help it's like you know when like Katie uh, Kirstie Allsop thing came out and it was hilarious and she was saying like oh um oh Millennials. cancel your Netflix or whatever I was like okay so if I cancel my Netflix that's what probably the tenor now who knows it's probably gone up even if it was a tenor
0: I got 300 years yeah right yeah. it's and then it's, this, it's the same when people focus on the minuscule part of improving their health and forget the macro part so someone might come to sasha Rai and say oh, is it because there's too much fruit it's sugar in fruit is that what it is and you're like what the what where the hell have you got that from no it's because you're not moving you've <laughs> under recovered you're overly stressed <laughs> eating too much stress yeah. it's like the the macro thing so yeah. you know, i mean if you're worrying about oh, calories burned in a strength session irrelevant so minuscule that it's like even if you wanted to be tracking that for whatever reason it's it's like so off piece it's
1: so off it's so off that you You need to bring it back it's like um people worrying about finances and they're like oh yeah you know what i do get a starbucks every day and it's like what about that credit card debt yeah
0: the
1: fucking 15 percent interest what about that what about that what about There's like Gucci back that you just bought for five Yeah. That's not yeah. it. Yeah. What, yeah. About the, what about your, your fucking up to your eyeballs in a mortgage that you can't, can't afford? It's like, it's not your coffee. It's the huge thing that's like, it, it's the elephant in the room that you just can't be, you can't bear to let go of. Yeah. Um, and that's <laughs> the same with the, with gain. It's like, you are in that gym to add something, whether yeah. it's muscle, technique, practice, uh-huh. Um and endurance, and, anything, and people anything might think that
0: people might say though, but surely when you focus on those little things, those little things add up. Yeah, absolutely, I agree with you there. The little things do add up over time. So, for example, encouraging my client to drink an extra glass of water a day that will add up over time. Yeah, it will. It's significant enough. It will help. But what we're saying is like, don't ignore the macro things instead of trying to just thinking on the small things. So, like me saying to a client. Just eat an extra just have an extra glass of water a day without focusing on the fact that they're overly stressed or they're not moving or those types of things. That would be me ignoring the problem. It's like the memes that you see on social media of this week, where it's this one this week, if anyone saw, which was the house was on fire and it was saying the UK heat wave, and it was like me with my 15-pound Argos fan Uh, trying to blow it out. That's what we're basically saying with the game one. So so gain and heart rate very very irrelevant unless you are literally an athlete and for some reason that that's what uh, your coach yeah. is looking at but it's yeah. very irrelevant for what we're talking about very
1: irrelevant it's almost to the oh. point where if you wear your apple watch training and it, it's no point it's but this is this is t- the problem isn't fitness. it because
0: again companies make us think that in order to close your move ring or in order to i've got enough you move need to be wearing around. it all the time so this is the problem but why do you think they want you to wear it all the time then yeah. because then you're addicted yeah Buy another one. this is my second ever Apple Watch I love it because it connects my phone to my laptop to my watch and I get all my messages through and it syncs yeah. with the client app and I enjoy it for that but I got nothing Sasha's showing off that she hasn't got one um, <laughs> but there's also like this weekend I went away for the weekend and I just didn't take my watch because yeah. I thought I don't need it this weekend I'm not going running I don't I don't the sun's out I'm probably gonna get a really bad watch time I don't really want to wear it so I just But being able to do that is great. So talk about the, um, let's talk about the pain one in heart rate then, because this is the one that people probably get hung up on the most. Mm -hmm. I would say people focus on this more than they do the sustained stuff.
1: Yeah, because for some reason in pain, um, people stay in it for, so so
0: with pain. I think it's people think harder, better.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Oh God, yeah. That's probably something for a whole other podcast
0: episode.
1: So let's say it was sprints, right? Again, easy to understand. You run up a hill, 10 seconds, you rest for, I would say, six to seven times the amount that you've exerted. Let's say that your heart rate went up. Let's say you are strong enough right so your heart rate goes up quite high and then it comes down I would say it has to be longer than 10 minutes because remember zero to 10 minutes isn't an energy it's it's 80 it's a creatine phosphate so you get it for free it's not like um you're not burning sugars you're not burning oxygen you're probably holding your breath it's just you get it's like fight or flight it's like a murderer comes into your house the doors open you bolt so yeah you, so have, you don't need to
0: be like oh i'm burning sugar it's like yeah. no you get that you're you allowed have, that your, your body basically stores and a certain amount of atp yeah. as a as a emergency situation yeah see everyone's got that so everyone's it's got cats, guys. that ten, 10 second sprint your first yeah. one it's almost like you've already got a, a free stamp on your punch card it's yeah. like you get one free go there you go yeah and we call that just as an, an a
1: name we call that a lactic which means that it's without lactate. So you probably won't get a burn. You probably, it, it you just go. But yeah. it's only 10 seconds. So let's say from, let's say 30 seconds, right? Because that's fucking horrendous, right? Mm-hmm. Because you get to that 10 seconds and then you're like, ah. Uh, you want free right? go you, in, is yeah. So the issue is, is that, that for, for, remember for some, this is awful, hence pain. For some reason, we try to prolong that for no reason at all, unless you're you're an athlete, right? We prolong it for no reason at all. We choose to be in pain because we do, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't, and I know people that do, but zero to 30 30 seconds sprinting up a hill, you will need one, two, three, four, five, six, probably three and a half minutes to rest um, before you can do that again. So the way you could use your heart rate if for some reason you were doing this workout, which I don't recommend, um, you could look at it to see if your heart rate had gone below 100, for example, which means that you could be ready to go. Say you did that six times. Your recovery would probably get worse every time if you weren't fit enough to be able to do it. So let's say 180 heart rate, 100 heart rate next one 182 heart rate 105 next one 184 110 you cannot recover from that yeah, that's yeah. when it's like people are, oh no I can because I just did it's like no you can't because your recovery is getting worse every time which means that that pace that you're trying to go at on your 30 second uh, 180 you haven't got capacity there you're not there yet. You can't do it because your body can't recover from it, which is what we always say. You're only as strong as what you can recover from, really. Otherwise, you can't do it again. So anyone can run up a hill for 30 seconds once.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Anyone can do that. Well, if you're, if you're able to run, anyone can do that. Can you do it six times and do the same speed and recover the same? No. Okay, well, you shouldn't be doing that workout then because you're not, you're not getting what you think you're getting out of it. And then you could, someone would say, oh yeah, but I just enjoy it. And I'm like, yeah, but there's a higher injury risk. It will increase your stress. You're not able to recover from it, which means it will probably affect your sleep and the way you eat for the next 24 hours. It's like, is that one, two, three, half an hour of weird enjoyment, by the way, worth the repercussions? Just yeah. for like half an hour of quote unquote fun. I, I well, personally for me, if someone says, actually, you have to do that," I'd be like, <laughs> "I'd be like, right? What pace can I go on those thirty seconds that I can take across and that I can probably get recover from?" That's what I would think in my head.
0: Yeah, and and we're all wired differently, so it, you you, I think this is something worth acknowledging, though, because what you or I mm-hmm. like in training isn't what always someone's going to like. But as I mentioned earlier, I think it is worth highlighting that for a lot of us, we don't know what it like. It is like to feel as good as we possibly can because we've maybe trained so unsustainably for so long we mm-hmm. think that that is the only way and that's what i always think is worth highlighting and raising people's awareness of is yes you can do the pain stuff but you need to be recovering effectively you can do the pain stuff but you need to be able to understand that um how you're going to feel off the back of it like mm-hmm. the the cost benefit equation is the cost of that 30 minute session worth the benefit of the benefits that you're going you think you mm-hmm. need to get out of it yeah you might sometimes decide yes that feeling that's the feeling I want that's the feeling I want or you might say no do you know what everything that you've just mentioned about me having poor sleep been more stressed, more chance of injury increased appetite it's not actually worth it now that yeah. you say that okay cool but I would really like to understand a little bit more about how I can do that pain threshold yeah okay, great. That's really good. That's interesting. Yeah. Let's do it in a way that you understand yeah. the build to get to that place where you're mm-hmm. doing it and it feels right.
1: Yeah, exactly. So the word there that Jess used a couple of times is great, understand. A lot of the times people do this, which is no, hey, it's just fucking life. And it was me mm-hmm. five years ago. They don't actually understand it.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: do it because they saw it on Instagram and they're just doing it if you genuinely understand that energy system and its repercussions and how to actually do it properly and why people are doing it, you probably won't. You probably Mm -hmm. won't choose to do it. I used to do stuff like that. And then when I actually researched it and found out what it was for and what people usually use it for, what the implications of it, what energy system it uses, how it works in the body, that fun that you're looking for, you'll find it somewhere else because yeah. you're like well and also we have to go back to what the first thing we mentioned on this podcast is intent if someone said to me oh, I'm doing 30 seconds sprint and then I'm going to rest at the bottom and I'm going to go again five times I would say what oh what well I wouldn't say this unless they were like my client or something but like oh so why have you chosen that
0: what do you think they'd say it would be it would be something about the feeling surely there you go. so yeah. It would either be,
1: I like it, okay, What? but what are you getting better at? There's a good question because people obviously are so obsessed with progress, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to be getting better. Okay, so what are you getting better at there? Um, speed. No, you're not because you did it six times and your speed decreased every, every round, so you're not getting faster. If anything, you're getting slower.
0: Mm-hmm. And this isn't
1: me being a dick, it's just the reality of it yeah so you know I want to get faster for my uh for my 5k okay but there wasn't enough rest so again you but you were getting slower over the round so if anything now you're training yourself to get slower and you're also training yourself to put up with lactate which is what you obviously create in the with fatigue instead of get rid of it when the whole point is that you want to train your body to to flush it out yeah so imagine I said this to Andreas actually, so it's a, I saw it on a podcast years ago and it, it's just one of those things that's stuck in my head. I was like, it's such a good way of thinking about it. Um, say you're running a bath and the plug's in it, right? Um, the bath is your muscles, okay? Uh, lactate obviously builds up and it it hurts and you don't, you stop,
0: right? That's the, wa- that's the water, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So yes, exactly. So the lactate is stuff that your muscle produces when you when it's essentially fatigue. Let's just think about it. as fatigue. I don't want to bring too many words into it. Okay. So, but the shower's on. The tap, sorry. So the tap is going into the bath, but the bath is half full. Okay. It's pouring. Lactate's come in, but you get to the point where the bath's about to overflow, right? So you need to take the plug out. So if you can leave the tap on and have the plug and have the bath remain at the same level, it means that you have trained your body to remove and take on lactate at a good rate. We call Mm -hmm. it, it's called like you're shuttling lactate essentially. So it's going into the bath and then it's going out at the same rate. So you're never going to overflow. Yeah, but let's just say that the taps on high power, right? And there's a little block in the plug, (laughs) right? Hence, well, it's just people not having the capacity. Too much water is going to come out, and you can't you can't get rid of it quick enough because you just can't because you can't shuttle lactate that well. What's going to happen?
0: Yeah, overflows. Bath
1: can overflow, which and the bath overflowing is you. Your output decreasing. You're getting weaker, and you have to stop.
0: Yeah, you want to. injury. Yeah,
1: and you want that not to happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if you can get to that point, which by the way is really hard. To, to shuttle lactate like that and to become aerobic enough for, for your body to be able to do that um it's a skill and it's hard and it, it it's it's science and it's amazing and it's something that you have to literally like practice and refine it's not something that you just randomly do on a set you aren't just shuttle lactate on a random Saturday because no, you no. fancy doing some sprints
0: and this is why it takes so much time yeah. to build up to Certain events or um like improvements in in running or bike or whatever it is that mm-hmm. takes your fancy because it does take a lot of practice. It doesn't yeah, take. It's, oh, fun it's like, yeah. yeah, it. Well, we say it's fun. It's fun. Well. It's fun <laughs> if you're a nerd. It's
1: fun. Mm-hmm. No, and and you know what? The, I and I hate to speak on a podcast like this and sound like I'm trying to like just shit on everyone's. I don't know. Chips? Is that what you say? Piss on mm-hmm. someone's chips? you know just like take the fun out of everything be a fun sponge it's not what I'm trying to do Mm -hmm. the biggest the biggest barrier I hear in this job is time right I don't have time this is my goal this is how much time I've got the issue is is that people feel that are the only the small amount of time that they have with something that isn't serving them yeah That's why I get so like, I'm not trying to ruin anyone's day. I'm just saying that if you are limited on time and and this is what you want over here and you're doing random pain and hip classes, that time that you have that is precious because you've just told me that you've only got half an hour twice a week, fill it with something that's actually going to help you get somewhere Mm -hmm. rather than something random off some shitty app off your phone or whatever. You know, that's all I'm saying. Like, not really anyone's day. This is a reality. If you've only got a certain amount of time and you have a certain goal, fill it with something that's going to get you there. Don't just do something because you feel that like you're getting more bang for your buck because you're sweating more. Yeah, and I think that's, that's the,
0: Wisely. That's the, the silver lining from this conversation. It's it's mm. not, whoa, that was, a, that was a lot. It is a lot of information. We totally get that. Trust me, it's a lot. I'm tired. But it's also... <laughs> really empowering to go oh right so maybe if I have been struggling with certain parts of my training or maybe yeah. if I felt like I'm not making as good progress as I, as I could be there is light at the end of that tunnel which is oh maybe I've just been attacking it a little bit from a wrong angle lovely that's really nice because what's what does that tell us that there's more to learn about health and fitness and that's what keeps it exciting and that's what keeps it fun not the streak on your Apple watch or the trying to beat your time it's the fact that you're learning and understanding and I know it sounds geeky and I know it sounds like a bit nerdy but think about anything rewarding that you've ever done in your life how much time effort and learning did you have to put into that to get the result mm-hmm. probably quite a lot that's what makes that's what makes this stick yeah so, yeah we'll leave it there so I can go put my fan on again <laughs> yeah I feel like we could probably do another one on there we that. could talk so much about Harriet and if you've got any questions guys and energy systems and anything like that if if you think that makes sense but you didn't explain that get like let us know drop us a message on social media and Yeah, because I
1: feel like that could be a four-hour
0: podcast yeah and if you've not checked out the heart rate um video that we did the other day that was a little 30 minute video so go check it out as well um as always let us know your thoughts we always love to hear from you so this one has been really scientific to an extent um so if you've liked that this type of conversation it's a bit maybe it's a bit different to something we've done before let us know keep us in the loop and we would love to hear from you yeah thanks guys thanks guys we will see you next week for episode 60 see you in a bit bye